Sports Network. Go to the uh, fourth inning. First pitch to uh, Bryce Willett's up a little bit high. Another pitch that's out of the zone. 2-0 the count on Willips. He uh, walked his first time up. Bryce Willits, the freshman, takes the pitch over for a strike. He is out of uh, Mission Viejo, as we'd mentioned. Uh, not sure if he was hurt. Hasn't had a whole lot of at-bats, only 40 on the air, compared to 100 for most of the starters. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Up with that is Deming. Throw to first, and he got him. Great play by Deming, and Kringlin had to dig that one off the turf to make the play, but a good, quick uh, turnaround right there by Austin Deming on what was an excellent bunt by Willits. Yeah, it really was a great bunt by Willits. Uh, I thought it was a base hit the whole way, especially with a lefty getting out of the box. He has pretty decent speed, but Deming came up with it and just got it out of his glove very quickly, and uh, yeah, it was a close play over there at first, but Credits Deming and then Brian Sue for, or excuse me, uh, uh, Keaton Kringlin for digging it out of the turf. First pitch to Jack Murphy up a little bit high. Ball one. Top of the fourth. Cougars lead 2-1 over St. Mary's. They won 10-6 Thursday, 11-0 last night. And trying to sweep here. There's a little looper. That's going to drop in front of the right fielder, Brock Hale. So a base hit by Murphy. Brent, just looking at Sterner's velocity now here in the top of the fourth, he's been about 88 miles per hour, which when he started the game, he was about 92, 93. Um, and so I don't know if that's Sterner that's maybe just taken a little bit off so he can try to find that feel and be a little bit more around the zone. Maybe he was overthrowing a little bit uh, when he was missing up in the zone early in the game. But something to keep an eye on here. But he's been a little bit more around the plate here to start this inning. Uh, but his velocity has dropped a couple of miles per hour. Pitches down low for ball one. Chavin is the hitter. He's hitting 291, has a home run and 14 RBIs. Just a slight breeze blowing, kind of an overcast day, and the breeze blowing directly out to center field. Here's the 1 0 pitch, and that's up a little bit high for ball two. Cougars uh, do not have anyone in the pen as they're all in the dugout around the heaters, although uh, today, pretty nice day for a game. Sterner with the 2-0 count, and the pitch and that ball's lined into center field. And the runner got deked a little bit by Hall, and he throws him out. Boy, Jaron Hall, what a play. He deked the <laughs> The uh, base runner like he was going to catch it, and then he landed in front of him, and Jaron made the great play to second base to uh, get the lead runner. Yeah, I don't know. that. That's uh, the 8-4. Was it the shortstop that caught it? or No, second baseman. Yeah, so yeah, it was an 8-4 put out at uh, force out at second base. I don't know. You see that that often. But, Brent, you're right. I mean, that was a heads-up play. Again, we've talked about for someone who hasn't played a lot of baseball this year, I mean, that's just an instinctual play of knowing the game playing a lot at center field. I mean, that's something that with a lot of experience does that. So credit to Jaron Hall for popped up. Shallow right. In comes Brock Hale. He'll get under it. He'll make the catch for the out. And the Gales are retired here in the fourth. No runs, one hit. 
No errors. Nobody left. We're through three and a half. 2-1 Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Jackson Clough steps in for BYU. Bottom of the fourth. Cougars a 2-1 lead. Clough, Deming, and McIntyre do up here for the Cougars against Lomelli. Fastball on the outside corner. 0-2 the count on Jackson. He's a 3-4-9 now in this uh, series with St. Mary's with an RBI. That pitch is down low. Boy, Lomelli, very quick worker. He gets the ball. He's on the mound. He's ready. Unlike uh, the Portland staff last yeah, year. Yeah. Man, they were... They were sleepwalking out there. delays out there. Ball two strikes. Lamelli's pitch is outside for a ball. Lamelli uh, down in La Habra went to St. John Bosco, a good baseball high school down there. And here's a 2-2. Ball hit. Right at the second baseman house. He's got it, and he'll throw Clough out. Four out number one. That brings up uh, Austin Deming. Deming flew out to center field his first time up there. Deming had an error early in the ball game that allowed a run, but then he made a fantastic play on a bunt to rob uh, Willits of a base hit. And Deming swings and misses for strike one. Deming also a reliever for the Cougars as he'll be brought in on the mound in relief. There's a ball hit into left field, base hit by Austin. So Deming with a one-out hit, and that will bring Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre's been on a tear. Seven-game hit streak. 10 of 26 during that time, during those seven games. 13 RBIs, a double, two home runs, and seven runs. So we talked about his average being down in the low 200s. He's built that back up to uh, 267. And McIntyre hit a home run already today. And there's another base hit. Deming will go to third base. A little slow going to third, but he just... Beats the uh, throw in as he kind of slowed coming around second base. And he looked up at Coach Lewood, who had the green light, so he had to crank it back up to get there. Yeah, I mean, that was a good heads-up play by Deming, picking up Coach Littlewood and not stopping. I mean, he slowed down, but he could have easily stopped just assuming that the ball was in front of the right fielder. But the right fielder is playing almost on the track right there for McIntyre, and the ball was hit on a line all the way out there, and he had to wait for it to drop before he could get it back in. So... Really heads up play by Coach Littlewood taking advantage of the positioning for the Gales. And he didn't really charge it. I mean, yeah. he kind of took he it back to, on his he heels. Had to, he had to take right. a step back and wait for it to, to drop and then field it and throw it back in, and uh, BYU took advantage. Keaton Kringlin now steps in. Keaton 0 for 2. He flew out in the first. Keaton RBI opportunity here for the Cougars. And the first pitch is down low for ball one. You know, we talked about... Uh, Jaron Hall's played the little deke play, and, and yeah. if you're not well-versed, if you're in the ballpark, you saw Jaron put his hand up like he was going to catch the ball, which kind of froze the base runner. You see that happen in 
in uh, you know professional baseball, a lot of collegiate baseball. You don't see it work too often. Yeah. But Jaron sold it perfectly, and then uh, as the ball bounced to him, he put a good throw into the second base, and there's a ground ball. Could be two on to the shortstop to second for one, the return to first, and Kringlin grounds into the 6-4-3 double play. Cougars are retired in the inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, and one man left. We're through four now. 2-1 BYU over St. Mary's on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the fifth inning. Connor Thane, the number nine hitter in the lineup, will step in against uh, Justin Sterner. And the first pitch to Thane a little bit outside. Showed bunt, pulled the bat back. Connor Thane, the uh, senior out of San Carlos, California, shortstop for the Gales. And the pitch from Stern of the ball, a little looper left field. In Out goes uh, the shortstop, and nobody able to get there. Landed right between uh, Clough, McIntyre, and Hall. Looked like right off the end of the bat. So a little bloop single. And St. Mary's with a leadoff hitter on, and uh, Ryan Novus will come up. Yeah, it was almost like a little nine iron there from Connor Thane or an approach wedge at he just plopped over the shortstop's head, and then as soon as it hit the turf, because it's all turf out there, it checked up and completely bounced out of the way of McIntyre, who was approaching it like he would a normal ball that would bounce off grass. So a little bit of an adjustment for these players on this turf. Anytime the ball has a little English on it, they have to uh, make sure that they're ready for that adjustment. Nova steps in, junior out of Tempe. And the first pitch to Novus is down low, ball one. And you're seeing the Gales here, they're – uh, the Thane, who was just up, who got the single, showed bunt. Then you have uh, Novus, who's up here, the center fielder, showing bunt here and maybe looking to sacrifice, but maybe a, a, trying to get a bunt for a hit here, see if you can get the runner over and get it, get on as well. Top of the fifth, Cougars lead 2-1. Here is Sterner's pitch, fly ball. Hall and center field going over. A few steps, he makes the catch, four out number one. Joe Vranish now comes up. Yeah, that just goes to show there with runner on first base, you know, as the leadoff hitter, who was Novus, who just flew out, maybe trying to put a bunt down, trying to make something happen, and the next pitch, he ends up flying out to center and flying out. and It's definitely not what uh, the Gales are looking for to get started in the inning. Pitch is fouled at the plate by Joe Vranish. He struck out twice, once looking, once swinging in the ball game. He is now one for 11. That hit was a home run on Thursday night. That was the night the wind was really blowing out. There were ball, balls uh, flying out of here. And again today, daytime usually flies a little better, and you've got uh, some breeze blowing straight out. I'm a little surprised we haven't had one hit out of the park here today. 
Cougars have five losses on the year. And those five losses have been by a total of 11 runs. So figure that out. It's about a little over two runs a game has been their average loss. And it really just goes to show just how well this pitching staff has been throwing all year. They've kept BYU, uh, you know, the team in the game, every single game, giving them a chance to win. Pitches fly ball. Again, Jaron Hall in center's got to come hard. He's got time. He gets there and makes the catch for the out. Now the Cougars in 19 of 24 games have held their opponents to four runs or less. So just two amazing statistics defensively and on the mound how well the the BYU team has played. And then you put their offensive uh, next to that, and uh, you can see why they're 20 and 5. And that'll bring Kevin Milam. He's got two hits. Yeah, Kevin Milam really has looked like the only hitter that's kind of locked in right now for the Gales. First pitch to Milam. Curveball at 74 drops in for a strike. I think that's the first, you know, uh, Sterner th- started a few hitters in the last couple of innings with some sliders or curveballs uh, and hasn't been able to locate it. That was the first one he's been able to locate to start the hitter off of the strike. Here's the 0-1. Swing and a miss, 91 on the fastball there by Sterner. Sterner's pitch count now uh, at 76, and the Cougars have uh, got a little bit of activity down in the pen, starting to stretch and throw a little bit. We'll see if uh, Sterner will maybe elevate a fastball here and see if we can get Milam to chase, maybe get tied up a little bit. We'll see if he comes back with that curve. He's going to throw the curve. He's got to get it, kind of bury it down in the dirt a little bit. Threw a fastball and got it up, and Milam just got a piece of it. Good location. Yeah, that was a great pitch. He just has to make sure that if he's going to throw that off-speed pitch, it's not a get-me-over curve anymore. Milam hit that last get-me-over, this first at-bat off the wall in left center field. So it's got to be something that hopefully makes Milam go chasing roll over something. No balls, two strikes. The pitch, swing and a miss. There it was, the fastball out of the zone. He went after it. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through four and a half now, 2-1. Cougars continue to lead St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Noah Hill steps in for the Cougars. There's a bunt down the third baseline that's foul. Boy, you got to give a lot of credit to Sterner. You know, I think as a pitching staff, as you see your teammates go out and have success, I think that makes you want to go out and do the same thing. You know, so much of it's yeah, mental. And uh, Sterner, you know, effectively wild early. He's thrown better these last couple of innings. And here we are. He's through five, and, and he's held them to one run on five base hits. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and it's really good adjustments, kind of to your point. Um, didn't really have his best stuff really trying to find the zone. Pitch is fouled back. But it, it's good adjustments. He settled down, maybe adjusted something in his delivery, even maybe took something off his fastball. Uh, but that last that last bat for Milam, I mean, he's the one who's been kind of 
locked in, dialed in here for the Gales. And, and Sterner just did a great job of pitching his way out of, uh, of that at bat and that pressure. 0-2, here's Lamelli's pitch, and that's a little looper. Center fielder coming hard. He's not going to get there. That'll be a base hit by Noah Hill to get the uh, fifth inning started for BYU. That'll bring up uh, Hall. Jaron walked his first time up there. Yeah, and, I, you know, I we haven't talked much about Noah Hill today, but, you know, big credit to Noah Hill. And we talked about it last week, you know, coming here as a middle infielder, not getting a ton of playing time, you know, staying with it, working hard, getting an opportunity to be a backup catcher, I believe, last year, and then getting the starting job this year. And, and he's hitting 355 in the eighth spot, which is a big position. That way you're not having a hole at the bottom of your lineup. You have a guy that's been hitting well. And right there we see it getting the inning started for BYU. First pitch to Hall. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Third baseman up with it. He'll throw to first in time to get Hall, but a good bunt on the sacrifice. Moves uh, Noah Hill up to second base. Yeah, so you good, know, good execution there by Hall. It's just really interesting to me because these the things that Jaron Hall are do, is doing, he's doing things that usually take a lot of time being around the game to do and execute. We put down a, a great bunt there, and you can say what you want about bunting, but unless you work on it a lot, sometimes it's hard to bunt. It's hard to put down a good bunt to get a guy over or the play that he made in center field. Uh, those are all instinctual things that when you're around the game a lot, you do. So he has just a really good baseball IQ, which you can already tell. Well, um, and here's a kid that's been on a mission. He's yeah. been away for two years. Yeah. Now he's back, and yeah. and it's just, you know, like he just you said, good, a natural good, good feel sense. for the game. Right. Yeah. Valenzuela, the head coach out. He normally makes the umpire out before he'll make the call to the pen as he's uh, got the entire infield in around him. And Milam, or not Milam, uh, but that's going to be it for, for Lamelli. We'll take a 90-second break, be back with the reliever for St. Mary's right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Michael Hobbs, the new pitcher for the Gales. Hobbs appears to be their closer. Got a very excellent record. He's got three saves on the year. So Hobbs brought into the ballgame. Big kid, he's got a .53 earned run average. This is his 10th appearance to lead the team. He's thrown 17 innings, given up seven hits, one run, 22 strikeouts in those 17 innings, and opponents are hitting 123 against him. So, I think Coach Valenzuela saying, "Hey, I, you know, we can't take any more chances. We gotta, yeah. we gotta scrape a win out of here." Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, uh, BYU starting to figure it out. They've actually been hitting the ball really well. BYU has all game. Um, so I think making a change there, I think BYU was on Lamelli, And to be honest, I think Lamelli was lucky to get out of there with only giving up two runs with the way BYU's been swinging the bats here today. So, uh, you know, BYU has an opportunity here with Sue, who's been swinging the bat well for, for a while now. And if he can keep his approach up the middle with this new pitcher, Hobbs is about 86 to 88 with his fastball. Uh, probably a similar pitcher to Lamelli as far as how he's going to approach him. Hobbs, 6'3", 215, sophomore. Right-hander, and first pitch to Brian Sue as a curveball drops in for a strike. 
Noah Hill, the Cougar catcher at second base. One man out. Cougars uh, lead this one 2-1. to one. Uh, St. Mary's got one in the first. Cougars came back with uh, a run in the second, a run in the third. Both teams with five base hits. And Brian Sue is now 6-4-10 in the series. Hitting 600. Raised his average up to 379 as he steps in. And there's a fastball outside for ball one. Boy, kind of a very, very quick delivery by Hobbs. A big guy under, unwinds in a hurry and, and uh, fires it. Kind of an interesting delivery. It was interesting. His curveball wasn't didn't appear to be have that same kind of uh, motion. Yeah. Here's the 1-1 pitch from Hobbs. It's outside for ball two. Yeah, he's not real long with his delivery. He comes up kind of slow with his kick, and then as soon as he goes forward, it's all very quick and, and kind of compact. Fast motion. Yeah. Two balls and a strike. Hobbs, pitch, ground ball, third base. Up that is uh, Willits, and they throw Sue out. And so that will bring Brian Cull to the plate. Yeah, this will be a big run here for the Cougars, up 2-1, to bottom of the fifth. Noah Hill on second base, and... You know, Call uh, Call's actually had two good swings himself on his first two pitches, or first two at bats, excuse me. Hitting that ball to left center field that was tracked down for a diving catch by the center fielder, and the ball sacrifice fly hit to right and just got under. So let's see if he can find a hole here and, and uh, pick up an RBI and a little breathing room for BYU. Hobbs looks in, here's the pitch. That's up high for ball one. Uh, Brian Call only 5'8, 168, but. He, he's got some punch, I'm telling yeah. you. The first hit of his collegiate career was a three-run home run against UVU. He's got a and really he, good swing. He hits the ball into the gaps with some power. Want to know the count? And Michael Hobbs' delivery is inside for a ball. Brock Hale in the on-deck circle with two men out and one man on. Two and all again as Call steps back in. Pitch, Call hits hard right at uh, House, the second baseman. He'll glove it and almost threw it away. First baseman made the play, and the Cougars are retired in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through five now, 2-1. Cougars continuing to lead St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Eddie House steps in. He will lead it off. He'll be followed by Bryce Willits and then Jack Murphy. Four, five, and six do up here for the Gales. As they're losing this one two to one to BYU as we go to the sixth. And uh, Justin Sterner on the mound. First pitch popped up foul out of play.
On balls and a strike to House. House looking for his first hit of the series. He's 0 for 9. Does have an RBI. His average has dropped down to 232 as he steps in here in the sixth inning. And Sterner's pitch over for a strike. Yeah, Still he, staying, what, 90-91? Yeah. I mean, again, he's just being aggressive with his fastball. He's not messing around. I feel like I feel like early on in the uh, in the game, he was he was kind of doing a little too much and kind of getting outside of who he was and he's finally settling down and just throwing fastballs. Line drive right at Clough, who makes the catch for the out. I know Coach uh, Littlewood said in the pregame that he wanted to to extend Sterner a little bit, get him into the seventh or eighth if possible. He's now just into the 80 pitch count. Yeah, he was trending a lot higher earlier in the game because he was going three, two counts and a lot of guys and, and losing some guys here and there. So, Bryce Willits takes the pitch over for a strike. Seems now that he's just kind of settling in and just attacking the hitters a little bit more. Maybe he's found, made an adjustment, found his feel and He's looking uh, pretty good out there. 0-1 the count. Willits. Little looper into left field. Base hit by Willits. His first hit of the afternoon. And a tying run on base now for St. Mary's. And that will bring Jack Murphy to the plate. Yeah, that's a that's a college or a metal bat single there and. It was in pro ball with a wood bat, be a broken bat, grounder to third, but since that's a metal bat, I was able to get it between uh, short and third into left field. Murphy struck out in the first, single in the fourth. Willits has not attempted a stolen base this year. And the first pitch from... Cerner is over for a strike, painted the outside corner. And you see Sterner's velocity is 90-91 this inning, uh, and it's kind of back up. So, uh, he, you know, maybe he was adjusting something or trying to figure something out, but it seems like his velocity has been back up to where he's uh, been at the beginning of the game. Quick throw to first base. Sterner has a younger brother who is, I think he's 6'7", signed with BYU, had a had an injury, he's had some surgery. He'll be back, uh, I think, uh, pitching next year for BYU. So when you look at some of these young kids, uh, Sterner or sophomore, there's uh, several in the pipeline that for BYU that uh, can make a difference. I'll tell you, if you can pitch, yeah. If you have a staff, you can you you can play with anybody. Absolutely. When you have to out hit people, it's it's a lot tougher. Yes. Ball and a strike. And the pitch. Curveball drops in. Now, Brent, I don't know if uh, the Cougars receive any votes in the top 25 this week. Uh, Not this week. Hmm. But I I think if they sweep here uh, after beating Oregon, they jumped up into the 40s in the RPI with the Oregon win. I would think that they would uh, start getting some uh, notice nationally. There aren't a whole lot of 20 and 5 teams out there. I'll guarantee you that. Yeah. Pitch is fouled straight back, 1 and 2. 
UCLA right now, number one ranked team in the nation. Stanford also in the top five. Several Western uh, programs, Cal Santa Barbara. Fullerton's not ranked this year, or hasn't been. One, two, ball fouled straight back. Gale's about to hit the Cougars 6 5. Cougars on top on the scoreboard by a score of 2 to 1. As Sterner looks in, has got the sign. And here's the 1 2 pitch. That gets all the way to Hill. The ball comes right back to Hill. Runner slides into second base safely. Boy, Sterner. Yeah. Just lost uh, control of that one. I literally think that that ball hit the microphone that's right down there by the <laughs> and bounced in the air back to Hill and almost like uh, getting a, a cutoff, being a cutoff guy from an outfielder, just he turned and threw it and almost got the runner in second base. It was a close play. Two and two the count. Potential tying run at second base for the Gales. As Sterner will work from the stretch. Pitch fouled up and out of play. Cougars have got a pair of right-handers who I think are ready out there. They're not throwing right now, but they've been up throwing. And this is the time of the game when Sterner, if he struggles at all or walks somebody, I think it'd probably be a pretty good chance you're going to see somebody out of the pen. I think they have Jared Lesser down there in the pen and Reed McLaughlin. McLaughlin was just unhittable Thursday. In fact, Coach Valenzuela asked uh, Coach Littlewood after the game, where would you get that kid? Our kids were coming in saying they just had a hard time picking his pitches up. There's a ball hit right out at uh, Sue. He's got it, and he will throw the runner out. Runner advances to third base. So two men down. We've talked about McLaughlin throws that heavy baseball, and he's he's got that motion, and he just pounds the strike zone. And he was just dominating here Thursday night. I think he threw around 40 pitches, took last night off, and should be ready to go today. Is that what they call spin rate, a high spin rate when the ball's a yeah. heavy ball? You can hear it. It just sounds different when it hits a catcher's glove. Yeah. That's what they used to say about my fastball, but it was just because yeah. they couldn't hear it hit the catcher's ball. That was back when you were in the, <laughs> it was going it was, off the screen, right? It was when I was bouncing it, and they heard the dirt because <laughs> I needed a cutoff guy from the mound to get it there. It's... Another interesting tidbit, Coach Valenzuela asked uh, Coach uh, Littlewood, how in the blank is Brock Hill not playing professional baseball? <laughs> yeah. And we've asked that multiple <laughs> yeah, times yeah. for about three years now, so I've – and no one can give us an answer. No. I hope maybe this year uh, he gets that he opportunity. Gets a, yeah, he needs you know. a chance. Chavin steps in. He is the first baseman. He's 0 for 2 today. Tying run at third base. And the first pitch down a little bit low, ball one. It would be great to see Sterner get out of this inning. Uh, he's, he's really pitched a great ball game. 
Want to know the count? Chavin, the senior out of San Ramon, 295 hitter. Curveball drops in for a strike. As we mentioned, the last two innings, we've seen Sterner start to get some control of that curveball, um, that kind of get me over curveball for a strike, which has been a, a really good pitch. Then he's been able to go back to work with his fastball and just give something these Gales hitters something to think about in the back of their minds and not quite sit on that fastball anymore. One and one. Pitch is fouled out of play. So Sterner ahead one and two in the count. With the runner Bryce Willits, the potential tie and run, 90 feet away. We'll see if Sterner again, kind of his out pitch is elevating that fastball. Uh, kind of up and in for the righty, tying him up a little bit. Or he can go with a, a curveball, which... He hasn't really shown to be a great out pitch at this point, but if he can bury it a little bit more and make the, the hitter go fishing, might be an effective pitch here. One and two, here's the pitch. Fouled off again off the first base side. Good ball game here uh, tonight. Uh, Thursday night's game was kind of crazy because of the some of the conditions and and uh, last night was really nuts with a couple of delays with lightning and snow. But today, nice day for baseball. Good, both teams playing very well. One and two again. Sterner rocks and fires. Foul ball again off the right side and out of play. And you see the velocity there, 91 in that pitch, 92 on the last foul ball from uh, Chauvin. Doing a good job battling up there, and Sterner's trying to just finish this inning and potentially his appearance here for the Cougs. He's just he's pitched really well. Let's see if he can finish it. One ball, two strikes again. Justin from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Fastball hit pretty well. Right field. Brock Hale going back a couple of steps. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Great job by Sterner there. Coming in, throwing strikes. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left, we're through five and a half. 2-1 Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Going to the bottom of the six, Brock Hale steps in. Michael Hobbs' first pitch. Breaking ball over for a strike. 0-1 the count to Hale. Cougars with a 2-1 lead. Looking for some insurance here. Brock 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Grounded out and struck out looking earlier. And here is Hobbs' pitch. Hale fouls that one down the third base side. Yeah, Brock wanted that pitch. He could feel the catcher set up inside and he was gearing up and just kind of came out of his swing a little too quickly on that fastball in. Oh and two. 1,532 in the ballpark today. Good crowd. Pitches outside. Again, next game will be uh, Saturday. We'll have it for you here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network along with the ESPN 960. Salt Lake City, Utes and Cougars for the first time this year. 
6 o'clock uh, contest. Uh, if you get a chance, come on up, watch the ball game. I think the weather, weather's always good early in the week. It's late yeah. in the week that it is yeah. this last month. <laughs> Every weekend it's just going to snow or rain or both. And Beginning of the week it's in the 60s. Thursday, Friday seems to be the magical days for winter. This feels much like we did uh, last Saturday. Pretty nice day. 2-2 pitch. Hell hammers one. Third baseman goes up and makes the play for the out. Good play by Willits there on a liner that would have been in the corner and extra bases for Hale. Yeah, I know BYU only has five hits in the game today, but it's not for for a lack of trying. They're they're hitting the ball hard. They've probably lined out maybe four or five different at-bats today uh, hitting the ball hard. So it's a little unfortunate for BYU, but they just got to keep the same approach and uh, keep being aggressive up there early in the counts. Jackson Clough, who's 0 for 2, steps in. And Jackson, little looper, second baseman. House going out. I think House thought he was going to yeah. get it. And Jackson Clough is going to turn that into a double. Great hustle by Clough. Really, he left the you know what he left the batter's box and he was thinking two all the way. Yeah, that was an that was an interesting double. Uh, with with the outfielders playing so deep, kind of respecting the power for BYU. Uh, as soon as that ball cleared House's head, there Clough was looking for a double the whole way, and credit to him for just being heads up. He did not slow down going around first. And uh, to your point, I think House thought the ball was going to kind of fall right to him, and it just kept carrying and went over his head. So fortunate for BYU and Clough being heads up, put himself in scoring position. Austin Deming now steps in. He's one for two. Hobbs from the stretch, and Deming swings and misses for strike one. Austin flew out in the second, single in the fourth, got all the way around to third base before the Cougars were retired on the double play off the bat of Kringlin. Great speed on second base with Clough. You saw him motor around first base. It's the other thing this uh, team, Cougar team brings this year, a lot of speed. That ball hit pretty well. Left fielder going over. He's not going to get there. And they are going to try to score Clough. Here comes the relay. Clough is going to slide in safely. And the Cougars lead 3-1. Boy, again, we just talk about that speed. There's not a whole lot of guys that you're going to send in that situation. But he sent Clough, and he scored really relatively easily. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the balls, again, BYU's hitting the ball hard. They're not hitting, uh, you know, little bloopers or anything like that. They're hitting the ball hard, and what's causing, when they hit the ball in the outfield, it's causing those outfielders uh, with the turf to have to sit back and wait for the bounce to make sure it doesn't go over their head uh, versus traditional grass. And, and Coach Littlewood's taking advantage of that and being aggressive on the bases and sending runners. First pitch to McIntyre, swing and a miss. Uh, McIntyre, two for two. And as we talked about, uh, he is uh, now 11 for his last 27. 13 RBIs in that time frame with a couple of home runs. So this kid, uh, like Hale, really swinging it well. Here's the 0-1. He squares the bunt, takes that pitch up high. Yeah, I really like that. Even just showing it right there, giving the Gales third baseman something to think about. Maybe that draws him in a little bit, but you know he, he actually went back to his original position way back behind third base. Wouldn't be a bad idea for McIntyre. He could almost put down a sacrifice down third and, and beat it out easily for a base hit. 
One man out, one man on, and uh, one man in for the Cougars. They lead 3-1. And that pitch is down low for a ball at 92. I think that's the best velocity we've seen out of uh, Hobbs tonight. Well, the Cougars with one here in the sixth. That's the first run that's been scored since the third inning by either team. And here is Hobbs from the stretch. McIntyre swings and misses a pitch probably that was down a little bit. And the count yeah. evens up at 2-2. Two and two. I don't know if that was maybe a cutter or hard slider, about 85. So, if anything, it was a little bit of a cutter. But it was a good pitch by Hobbs. Now McIntyre having the count even 2-2. Two, two. Let's see if he can put the ball in play and make something happen. Here's McIntyre stepping back in. The pitch runner going, and uh, ball fouled down the first base side. Looked like Deming went and stopped and then almost took off again. I'm not sure. Seemed to be a little confused out there on what he was doing. Coach Trent Pratt over there uh, having a little chat with him, the first base coach. Coach Littlewood over in the third base coaching box. Uh, Brent Herring and Bradshaw on the bench, as is uh, Tuckett Slade today. Got to give a lot of credit to that coaching staff after last year. Yeah. You know, Cameron, they didn't get their 20th win until May 10th last year, and they've got it before the month of April this year. So that, what, what a turnaround. Yeah, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's getting guys in here with the right mindset that fits the coaching staff's mindset and being here and wanting to win ball games, and that's their priority is coming here to BYU to play baseball and to win, to get to a regional, and to continue to advance and build this program. 2-2 two, two pitch outside, ball three. And, uh, you know, it, and it's it, it, to see that reversal going from a few years ago, uh, two years ago where they went to a regional, and then to have last year was probably just baffling for the coaching staff. And they had a lot of players returning, felt like they could continue to build on that. But then for them to come back this year and to get back on track like they have and to establish a new mindset um, and a new culture here for the program has been really exciting to watch and is a credit to them. 3-2, runner going outside, ball four. So Deming to second base. McIntyre to first base. And Kringlin coming to the plate. And this would be great to see Keaton get a, get a base hit here, get some confidence. Looks like he's just kind of trying to find that, that swing that he's had so much success with in the past, maybe tinkering with some mechanics uh, and just some confidence as well. So let's see if let's see if Keaton can get something that he can drive here and hopefully he can just keep his approach simple and just drive the ball right back up the middle and try to use the whole field. Hobbs from the stretch looks back at Deming at second and the pitch checked his swing but went around 0-1. Keaton had a couple of hits in the first uh, two games. Uh, he's 0 for 2 today. Flew out to deep center field in the second. Grounded into a double play in the fourth inning. Cougars now with uh, three runs on seven hits. And the Gales one run on six hits. Here's the 0-1 to Kringlin. Fly ball. Shallow right. Right fielder coming in. No one will be able to advance here on a ball not hit very, very deep. So two men out. 
And that's going to bring uh, Jaron Hall, or I mean Noah Hill to the plate. Two men down and Hill steps in. Noah, one for two, flew out in the third, singled in the fifth. As we talked about earlier, Brent, the importance of having a hitter like Noah at the bottom part of the lineup that's been feeling good and seen the ball real well all season that has some confidence here. This is an important situation for BYU to try to get an additional run, a little bit more uh, insurance and breathing room. Here is uh, Hobbs and the pitch, and Hill hits that ball up the middle. Base hit Deming around third base. He's going to score a big two-out RBI single by Noah Hill. Went right back up the middle, just like you're taught. And the Cougars now lead 4-1. to one. You know, that's exactly what we were just talking about, is having a guy at the bottom of the lineup, a situation like this. He's seen the ball well. His approach all season has been just to drive the ball back up the middle using the big part of the field, and that's exactly what he did on this turf. The ball's going to shoot through the infield. And uh, great job by Noah Hill to keep the inning alive, uh, pick up an RBI, and extend this lead for BYU uh, from 4-1. to one. So Hill singles in a run, and that will bring Jaron Hall to the plate. And the first pitch to Hall is over for a strike. Jaron walked in the third. Had a sacrifice bunt in the fifth. Two men out, two men on. Big uh, couple of, well, there's actually been four hits in the inning. Noah Hill with that big two out hit to keep it alive as Hall swings and misses 0-2. Boy, Hall, get the ball in place or get the ball on the ground and with his speed, you never know what could happen. Yeah, Hobbs has a pretty good slider here and he's thrown a couple to Jaron who's swung through it. So let's see if Jaron can just try to let the ball get deep and just put the ball in play. Pitches outside. One and two the count to Hall. Jaron Hall, the freshman, turned missionary, football player, and football player slash basketball or baseball player. Made an impact on both programs. And here is the one-two. That's way outside. Ball two. Good job by Mendez, the catcher there to keep that one from going all the way back to the backstop. Two and two the count to Hall. And here is Hobbs' pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. Hall goes down. Cougars get two runs on four hits. There were no errors. Two runners left. We're through six complete now. 4-1 BYU over St. Mary's on your new skin BYU Sports Network.